Hey everyone, Pete Werner here with your Diz Daily Fix for Monday, July 3rd, 2017. And since uh, tomorrow is July 4th and we will not be doing a Daily Fix tomorrow, or nor will we have the normal Diz Unplugged Tuesday show, I thought I'd add a few extra stories into this that I thought were interesting. So let's talk about what's going on today. First and foremost, uh, earlier this morning, a hot air balloon crashed into a retention pond on Disney property. Uh, this is right off State Road 429 and Western Way. Uh, the pilot needed to make an emergency landing and was aiming for a field just off the turnpike, but instead ended up in the retention pond. The balloon was carrying 17 passengers, one of which had minor injuries. The other 16 are safe, and I'm sure we'll have some more details on this story uh, in the next in the next few days. Um, another interesting story that was published in the New York Post on Saturday is floating a rumor that Verizon Communications is considering a buyout of the Walt Disney Company. Now, this is the second rumor in recent months of companies talking about buying Disney. Uh, the previous rumor coming from Apple, that Apple was considering it. And this one, uh, even I, in my opinion, even a little less likely, uh, Disney has a market cap of $106 billion. Uh, Verizon has a market cap of $182 billion, making an outright purchase almost impossible. But considering that AT&T just finalized a deal to buy Time Warner, and back in April, the head of Verizon, uh, Lowell McAdams, stated that he was open to a merger with media companies, including Comcast, CBS, or Disney. So... These rumors seem to be floating around an awful lot, and while I don't think any of them are particularly likely, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. And the fact that these rumors keep showing up, that people are thinking about acquiring Disney, companies are thinking about acquiring Disney, gives me reason to pause. What's going on? But it would be interesting. I mean, these these communication companies like Verizon need to get in to the content business. And Lord knows Disney has plenty of content, but there's also a lot in Disney's portfolio that a company like Verizon may not be interested in. So um, I wonder if a merger wouldn't be uh, a more likely thing, but I can't imagine Disney agreeing with that unless it was incredibly lucrative for them. So, And I don't think Verizon has the money. So we'll see. But an interesting story. And again, it's in the New York Post. So take everything with a few grains of salt that comes out of the New York Post. Now, on to something entirely different. Disney Cruise Line received a 100% sanitation score for all four of their ships. Now, what happens is uh, throughout the year, at least twice a year, uh, the Vessel Sanitation Program, which is run by the Department of Health, uh, will randomly inspect any ship that comes in and out of U.S. ports. And they don't know it's coming. The, the cruise lines never know when it's going to happen. There are spot inspections. They have a 44-point checklist that they use to determine whether or not it's up to sanitation standards. Uh, a, a score below 85% is considered a failure. Disney is the first and only cruise line to receive a 100% score for every ship in their fleet. And there's a good reason for that. Disney, Disney's policies in terms of how they clean their ships, far exceed what the Centers for Disease Control uh, mandate or, or, or suggest. So 
It does not surprise me at all. But this is a huge, a huge deal, honestly. 100% score. And it just kind of goes back to the narrative that I've shared on the show many, many times. People talk a lot about the difference in price between a Disney cruise and like a Royal Caribbean or Norwegian or, God forbid, Carnival. Um, there's a reason for that price difference. There's a reason for the difference that you can see in the service, in the quality of the food. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. The quality of the food and things like this. Disney spends money making sure stuff like this is taken care of. Disney Cruise Line is one area where they get it right on every level all the time, or at least most of the time. And you want that old style crazy good Disney service, Disney experience, Disney Cruise Line is a great place to go. And they well, this is well-deserved and huge. I think it's awesome. So there's that. Now, on to something else. Uh, back in November of 2015, um, Orlando International Airport allowed Uber, Uber Black to start making pickups at the airport. Now, Uber Black is the more upscale town car service. Uh, that Uber runs. Uh, but now, uh, apparently, uh, you can now use UberX at Orlando International Airport. There is a $5.80 airport fee that uh, Uber has reportedly been refusing to pay for years, which is one of the reasons why UberX could only provide drop-offs at the airport until now. Um, even with the extra fee charged, it will still be the most inexpensive transportation option for those not wanting, not wishing to use Disney's Magical Express. So it's a great option over the taxi services that Mears provides, which are horrible at Orlando International Airport. Um, but it is bad news for the transportation companies, the small transportation companies like FL Tours, uh, who's a sponsor on our site, um, that, you know, this is their bread and butter. So... Um, I understand why people would be interested in using Uber, but if you want that extra special touch and you want to support some small businesses, uh, consider fltours.com and some of the smaller transportation companies in the area uh, when you're doing your, especially if you're doing transfers from the airport or from Disney property out to the cruise port. Uh, it's a great service. So, but UberX now available at Orlando International. And finally in the news today, Chef Mickey's is relocating temporarily to the convention center at the Contemporary because of unexpected maintenance. I don't know what that means, but uh, they have scheduled some unplanned maintenance for Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary, causing a two-week relocation. The buffet, along with the characters, will move to the convention center starting July 28th, and that will continue through August 13th. All existing reservations will be honored, and according to Disney, the guest experience should not be affected. We'll see if that's true. But don't worry if you have reservations at Chef Mickey's, just going to be eating in the convention center. Interested to see how they set that up, by the way, because obviously that's a very different venue than... I like the venue it's in now in the concourse. There's a certain charm to that, um, and I don't think anybody's ever used the word charm to describe convention space. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Now, over on the Diz today, our featured article comes to us from contributor Jonathan Randall, uh, taking a stroll with Walt July 4th on Main Street, USA. 
can head over to wdwinfo.com to check out that article. And turning on the boards today is a discussion about why the park hours for Magic Kingdom show a 10 p.m. closing time for most nights in July. Posters are speculating that the reason might be there are lots of different uh, things, uh, Disney wanting to focus on Pandora, for example, um, or that maybe attendance is not looking as high as previous years. Uh, But if you want to join in that discussion, head over to our Theme Parks, Attractions, and Strategies forum on disboards.com and look for the thread, Amazed and Disappointed, started by Graham PB. I think they might be doing it because they might start doing the after hours thing. Because July is never slow. And they never close at 10 o'clock. So there's got to be something else going on. But we'll find out. And uh, over on DizUnplugged.com today, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged with host Tom Bell and his team. This week, Tony Spatel has a review of special food items available at California Adventure during the Summer of Heroes. So head over to DizUnplugged.com to check that out. And finally, in the weather, if you're heading into the parks in Orlando tomorrow for the 4th of July, you can expect scattered thunderstorms with a high of 91 and a low of 75. Out in Anaheim, expect sunny skies with a high of 85 and a low of 61. You can find links to all these stories and more on our Daily Fix main page at www.info.com slash dailyfix. That will do it for me today. We'll be back with you again Wednesday with the next installment of the Diz Daily Fix. Have a great 4th of July, everybody.